Greetings to my brothers and sisters in Christ. Peace be to you in the name of Jesus. Today we're going to talk about standing. Let's turn to Romans 14, verse 4. I just want to give a little background. This morning we were praying and the Lord brought up three scriptures. Romans 14, 4, Jude 1, 24 and 25, and Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. And that's where we're going to start. And we're going to talk about standing. Romans 14, 4. Who are you to judge another servant? To his own master he stands or falls. Indeed, he will be made to stand, for God is able to make him stand. God is able to make his servant stand. Let's turn to Jude chapter 1, verse 24. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling, or keep you from falling, and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to God our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. God is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To God our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. We need to believe these words. Reading from the King James, Romans 14, 4. Who art thou that judgest another man's servant? To his own master he standeth or falleth, yea, he shall be holden up, for God is able to make him stand. God is able to make his servant stand, and God will hold him up. God is with his servant. Thank you, Lord. If you are God's servant, if you are obeying God, if you are speaking his words, do not let Satan discourage you, nor anyone else who is speaking against you and judging you wickedly. Who are they to judge God's servant? Be strong and obey the Father, obey your Lord, and stand, for he is able to make you stand. Amen. Thank God. Jude 24. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God our Savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and ever. Amen. God is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. The blood of Jesus cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Though our sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Thank you, Lord. Ephesians 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. We need to have the truth of God's word in our heart. Amen. Jesus is the truth. His word is the truth. We must have his word in our hearts. That's how we're going to be able to stand. 
with our loins girt about with his truth, his word. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of truth. Having on the breastplate of righteousness, we're going to have to walk in righteousness. We're going to have to hate evil and love righteousness. Repent of all evil in your life. As the Holy Ghost convinces you, repent of all evil. You won't be able to stand against the wiles of the devil if you allow disobedience in your life. You won't be able to fulfill your ministry. Turn from it with all your heart. If you're having trouble with it, call upon the Lord. Come boldly before his throne of grace to find help in the time of need. Forsake the evil. Forsake the evil. It's not worth it. It doesn't matter how good it feels or how good it looks or whatever it is. Forsake it. Forsake it. You have to have, you're not, you don't even have on your breastplate. You're open prey for the devil. If you're walking in any sin, repent from it. Don't say, oh, I'm under grace. You know you're sinning. If you, you out there that are born again, baptized in the Holy Ghost, believers, and you have sin in your life, you know it. Repent. Turn back to God. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. The gospel gives us peace. Peace with God through faith in the gospel. Jesus died for our sins. He was crucified for our sins. He bore our sins in his body on the cross. He was marred more than any man. He was buried in a tomb on the third day. The Father raised him from the dead. He was crucified for our sins and he was raised again for our justification. Your faith is in the gospel. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. So you have the gospel. Your feet shod. You're walking in the gospel. Walking in faith. Walking, believing that you're made righteous. God made him who knew no sin to become sin on our behalf that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Glory to God. You must have all of this in your life. In order, to be, in order to stand against the wiles of the devil. The devil has wiles. He has wicked servants. They want to bring you down. They want to destroy you. They sit in their closet and they pray against you. They curse you. You have to stand. They talk one with another to try to bring you down. They're his servants. He has servants. He has wiles. He has ways. He has temptations. But God is with you. He will uphold you. He will, he's able to make his servant stand. It doesn't matter. The scripture that I read earlier. Who are you to judge another man's servant? To his own master he stands and falls. So we have to stand before our master. Above all, taking the shield of faith. So your faith is in the gospel. You know you're justified. You know through the sacrifice of Jesus that you've been justified. Your faith is there. You're walking with a clear conscience. You've confessed every sin. You don't know of any sin in your life. If God shows you, you repent. You don't want any sin in your life. You love God. You want to walk with him. Folks, that's the key. Loving him. Loving one another. Walking in love. None of this will work if you don't have love, as we will read in 1 Corinthians 13. Thank you, Lord. So you have the shield of faith wherewith you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Those fiery darts coming at you. You you have the shield of faith. You're justified. You know where you stand in Jesus. Jesus is causing you to stand. His righteousness, his shed blood causes you to stand. All your sins have been washed. It doesn't matter what they say, what you did in the past, 
whatever the devil brings up to try to condemn you. You have the shield of faith. No, I believe that I'm justified by faith in his shed blood. Amen. You stand in that faith. And then you have the helmet helmet of salvation. Your mind is protected by your salvation. You are saved, born again, baptized in water, baptized in the Holy Ghost. Jesus Christ bore your sins in his body on the cross. You cannot be, the devil cannot torment your mind. He's not given you a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. Your mind is sound in Christ. And you have the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. When Jesus is being tempted in the, in the wilderness by the devil, praise God. He said, it is written. He spoke the word of God to Satan by the Holy Ghost. Notice it says the sword of the spirit. It's the word of God with the Holy Ghost, wherewith you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of Satan, be able to fight the good fight of faith, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. We must pray always in faith in the Holy Ghost, watching with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Jesus said, pray always. Let's go there. Luke 21, 36. Watch you therefore and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things. He was previously talking about all the evil that's going to come upon the earth. And it's coming. Actually, it's already here, but it's going to get worse. And Jesus said, watch you therefore and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Remember that scripture that we read. God is able to make you stand before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Hallelujah. We need to believe that. We need to believe that we can stand before the presence of God when Jesus returns with exceeding joy. Amen. Glory. Romans 8.31 What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, Who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Saints, It is a reality. It is the truth. Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. He is our great high priest, and he is making intercession for us. We need to believe that. That's not a religious fairy tale. Jesus is alive. He's at the right hand of the Father, and he's interceding for us. We need to trust him, that he's with us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine or nakedness, or peril, or sword. As it is written, For thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, that covers everything, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing, shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. 
turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 31. Chapter 12 talks about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which are given for the edification of the body of Christ. Verse 31, But covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. Chapter 13, verse 1, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not love, I am become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy, and understand all mysteries, and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains, and have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long, and is kind. Love envies not. Love vaunteth not itself, does not put itself forward, is not puffed up, does not behave itself unseemly, seeks not her own, is not easily provoked, thinks no evil, rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, beareth all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. But where there be prophecies, they shall fail. Where there be tongues, they shall cease. Where there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know, even as also I am known. And now abideth faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest of these is love. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever lives and believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. In this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Every, almost every message I do, it comes down to love. It's all about love. Without love, it won't work. We keep God's words because we love him. He loves us. We love him. We keep his words. We love him. We obey him. And that's how we're going to stand. And that's how we're going to be able to endure all the things that are coming upon the earth through prayer and faith. With God's help, 